Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. You're here looking for the review of the final episode of The Girl from Plainville. I have some bad news. We'll not be doing that until tomorrow. Um, tomorrow evening. Right now, we are doing a Star Wars Day discussion. Because today is May the 4th. It is Star Wars Day. And I figure it's good to revisit these movies every once in a while. Now, I have come out and vehemently defended um, Attack of the Clones in the past. I have attacked, I have, you know, I have defended Phantom Menace. I have defended Attack of the Clones. I have, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And I've defended The Last Jedi. There, and when I did my initial review, when me and Peter did our initial review of uh, The Force Awakens back in 2015, seven years ago, when we did our initial review, we, we talked about the, what's it called, the, um, the Force Awakens, and we gave it a glowing review, a glowing, glowing review, and I think that's how it was for a lot of people, because it was a, a movie that was, it was a good Star Wars movie, and we hadn't had a good Star Wars movie in quite some time, the last good Star Wars movie was, I mean, depending on how you feel about it, Return of the Jedi, um, because then it was the prequels, and a lot of people didn't like the prequels. Like, me personally, I liked, um, Revenge of the Sith a lot, but for, for, for me, looking back at, um, what's it called, looking back at this movie, um, I think that had this movie not just done what it did, which was, you know, be entertaining, and then kind of do a lot of ripping off of, um, a New Hope, this movie would not have been as, you know, as glowingly reviewed. Um, but let's talk first. There's something I noticed this viewing, and it's something that never, I think it's just because I haven't watched this movie since this criticism began being levied. Uh, the Ray is a Mary Sue, um, bit. Now, one of the things you will like to point to is her ability to fight. Um, and her ability, and her ability to pilot the Millennium Falcon without, uh, what's it called, without having much training. Well, I think in the past I've addressed the, um, the, the fighting, because in, in literature it is shorthand to take a character who, um, what's it called, take a character, say they've lived in the desert by themselves for years and years and years on end in this outpost, you know, number one, in real life, if you took someone and left them at a trading post kind of place where there was a mixture of different languages and cultures, 
that person would learn more than one language to interact with the people that they deal with on a daily basis. So her being able to speak various languages and also understand droids is completely understandable and is actually probably more of an overlook of the original trilogy than it is the the sequels. Because I think, realistically, you know, regardless of his status as, you know, what's it called, regardless of his status as uh, strong in the force and everything like that, um, what's his name, uh, Luke should have been able to speak to droids and, and do all of that. Um, it's just his idea that if you're going to be in a situation like that, and you're going to need to interact with these people and do business with people who don't speak the same language as you, it would behoove you to learn their language if possible, um, to be able to foster communication. And also, if you're going to need to interact with droids, the idea that you need to hire a translator droid to translate between one droid and you seems like extra work, um, which indicates to me that... The, the Lars homestead. Also, they owned slaves, the Lars, because the only reason why Luke ended up there was because he, like, yeah, that whole thing's kind of fucked up. Like, the only reason Luke ends up there is because that's where Anakin's mother ended up after Watto sold Shmi to, um, to, to them. And then after they go through, yeah, it's just... Okay, so, whatever. Um, and, like, looking at that, like, her being able to speak the various languages makes sense in that context. Like, it, and it would make more sense if Luke also could speak all those languages. It's just Luke couldn't because, you know, yeah, he grew up in a desert, but if you look around at all the stuff they had, they're pretty well off. Um, I think you probably made the case that Luke was, like, upper middle class. Um, like, plus they were able to buy slaves. And, I don't know, they had, they had money. That's the thing. It's, like, the, 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 the Lars family had, uh, the, the Lars family had money. That's, that's the key lesson we're learning here. Also, yeah, so... It, it, it's kind of a, a big deal. Um, so, so her being able to do that and then also fight because we see... We don't know what happened, but the movie does kind of lay out her relationship with Simon Pegg's big practical effects guy, Ungar Plutt, or Ungar Plutt. Um, like, they lay that relationship out through expository dialogue where we see her get dropped off and left with him by who we now find out to be the Sith assassin, um, because she's the granddaughter of Palpatine, but the, she gets dropped off with him, and then gets left to, and, and then over the course of the movie, we find out, like, she works with him, and she's got this begrudging relationship with him as when we meet her, where she's going to him and selling him stuff, um, and he's taking advantage of her on, on, on prices where it's like he's like he's giving her a quarter portion of something that was worth one portion, you know, last week. And it's like it's that kind of thing where it's like it, it's, it, it could be him acting out of anger. But to look at it in this, you know, through this prism, one of the other things that happened was from the time the Falcon arrives 
on Jakku, however that happens. I don't remember the exact thing of how the... Like, they, they go through it quickly. Like, this person stole from this from me. Uh, this person stole from this person stole from this person stole from Solo. And then they, they're talking about, like, you know... The, the idea that the ship is, like, what's it called, is left there, and it, it's sold to Ungar Plutt, or Ungar Plutt, however the fuck you pronounce his name, the fact that the ship is sold to him, the ship is a piece of trash, and, and it had changed hands so many times between Han having it last whenever he lost the Falcon, and Jakku, um, it makes sense that it would, what's it called, it would end up as a, um, it makes sense that it would end up there, and then need to be repaired, and that's the key thing, because one of the things people kept pointing to was Ray able to repair the Falcon, and what we see in the beginning is, you know, her not being able to fly it very well, she crashes it into a bunch of stuff as she's trying to figure out how to fly it, and then she ends up flying it, and it's one of those things where it's like, you know, looking at that, and, and looking at how that works, it kind of makes sense, because there's a line later on in the movie, after the one that everyone kind of points to, like, oh, ha, 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 uh, where it's like, she's like, I bypassed the motivator, and it's like, you know, where it's like, oh, oh, so they've been trying to fix the Falcon for years, and now she did it, and over the course of her and Finn trying to fix the Falcon, um, like, over the course of her and Finn trying to fix the Falcon, they, um, she talks about modifications that were made to it from how they found it. Because the Falcon was not in the same state it was when they found it. Because, and she mentions this again to Han later on in the movie, her and Plot were doing modifications to the Falcon to fix it. So for years, her and, 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 Ungar Plutt were doing adjustments on the ship. It's not just she steps onto the ship and she's like, oh, I know how to do this. It's she had a substantial amount of time because considering how the relationship... And it just... This just indicates to me that people are either willingly giving incorrect information or people are... don't know how to read a movie and read dialogue, which is kind of a big deal if you're going to sit here and do commentary on a movie or discuss what a movie's about. Like, one of the most important things that the that the, the person doing that needs to do is read dialogue and read for, you know, read for subtext. And that's the key here, is that the subtext to all these scenes is that Ray had been working on the Falcon for however long it was on Jakku. It wasn't just she wandered onto the ship and was like, ooh, I know how to do this now. Um, then came the issue where she got the staff. So when we see, it's like, oh, she held her own against a, what's it called? Against a, uh, uh, you know, against um, Kylo Ren, who had this massive, you know, this massive, like, this long story career of being a Sith Lord or, or a Knight of Ren or whatever the fuck we're going to call him. Um, it's like, I think that, number one, I've said this way, i said this a, a few times, he got shot in the stomach. Like, 
by that fucking blaster that we saw multiple times, um, do what's it called, you know, we, we saw that blaster a few times, you know, take out, like, sizable things and, and, like, you know, machinery and things like that, and he takes it to the chest like a champ, that's number one. Number two, the first thing we see Kylo Ren do after he kills Lars Santeca, um, in the opening of the movie, is Poe gets a shot on him, and he stops the bullet in midair to show how strong he is in the Force, where it's like, oh shit, that's something we never saw Vader do, or we never saw the Emperor do, or any of the Jedi, um, and he, he stops the bullet dead in the air. What happens there is he gets shot at close range. And the whole sequence that goes on before where he, you know, when he kills Solo is him dealing with a great internal conflict and turmoil. So when Ray is fighting him, number one, notwithstanding the fact that, you know, at the very beginning of the movie, we see her hold her own in a fight um, using her staff. And to swap her staff with, you know, a lightsaber... It's, you know, I think that a little additional, you know, maybe you can make the case that there could have been a little bit of a learning curve because of how different the two weapons are. Um, but even that is, feels like a nitpick if you're going to say, like, oh, well, we got to sit here and, 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 you know, explain how she's able to, to go from one to the other with relative ease. It's like, well, I mean, the weapons are not dissimilar. Like, that, that, that's, that, that's part of it. It's like, you know, looking at, like, you know, what's it called? Looking at, um, I need to get over, motherfucker. Son of a bitch, just get around me. No, this motherfucker who's like, oh, I'm not gonna let you in. Alright, fuck you. I'm going over now. Do you have one more? So, looking at all of that, and as usual, I'm recording this while driving. Um, and let me just hang back a little bit and get behind this guy, and then we'll continue talking about um, this. I think that... Um, there we go. Now I'm in the right lane. Um, what else was that? Where was I? Uh, the, the lightsaber fight. And then comes the the sequence where Ray uses four... So it's not in order. I'm not doing in order. I'm just doing it as I think. But Ray using the mind trick on the stormtrooper. Um, and I, for this, this, I think, comes from looking at what happened in the immediately pre preceding scene. And in the immediate preceding scene, we see that, you know, like, what has happened so far up until this point is that she has a connection through the Force, and she hears of the Force from two different sources. She hears of the Force from Han Solo, and she also hears of the Force from Maz Kanata uh, on Takadana. So, because the two of them, you know, have, like, so because the two of them kind of explain what the Force is, binds us, penetrates us, you know, all of that kind of stuff, and it, because... So, because of all that, 
you know, she, she has knowledge that the Force exists and what the Force does. Then we get to Kylo Ren. And Kylo Ren um, interacts with her when he's on the ship. And the, the problem is... Um, yeah, there's a huge confusion about what the fuck's going on with Ray. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll address that, you know, another time. But, like, looking at, like, you know... Um, looking at the the interaction that ends up happening, you know, between the two of them, he is going into her mind, and she is resisting. And not only is she resisting, but she's taking the connection that was there between the two of them, the connection that allowed for, um, what's it called, that allowed for her to get into, um, what's it called, that allowed for her to get into his mind, um, for him to get into her mind, I mean, she's using that to get into his, too, and she's reading him, like, because it's, like, it's one of those things that, like, it kind of makes sense if you, like, you know, if you think about it, where it's, like, if I'm opening a door to get into something, I can see in, but the person on the other side of it can also see in to see me, and it's kind I would assume it's kind of the same thing, where, you know, you, you look in, and you see, um, you, you, like, she can see in and see his fears and his doubts and all of that, and looking at that, and looking at, you know, that and her being able to be like, you're afraid you won't live up to, the, um, to, to Darth Vader, you won't be, able, you won't be as powerful as Darth Vader, her looking into him and being like, you know, like, oh, that's, that's something else, like, that is, we are seeing him, like, we're seeing him, now the next thing, like, oh, well, the Force, which I now know about, and evidently I have some strength in, because I can, you know, because I can resist him, um, I can, you know, I can go in, and I can, I can try to do what he did to me, on this stormtrooper, and it's not one of those things where it's like, and the thing is, there is kind of an indication that he's attempting to do a mind trick on her, and she resists him, and she resists the mind trick, so because she resists the mind trick, and the thing is too, it's like, she's not the first character we've seen resist the Jedi mind trick, that's the thing, and and the fact that the, what's it called, that Snoke is like, what? she resists the mind trick, it's like, what, Jabba did it, Watto did it, like, it's not the first time we've seen this, it's not, like, it's a problem I have with the, with the sequels, is that it's kind of like they don't remember everything from the movies, like, they didn't watch the movies before they started writing the ones they were working on, where it's like, the plot, the third act of Attack of the Clones is contingent on, like, um, what's it called, on Obi-Wan tracking Jango Fett through lightning speed. So, yeah, and, and then it's, like, all of a sudden, like, and he's got a tiny-ass tracker that does it. Meanwhile, like, uh, what's it called? Um, like, they need to have an entire part of the command ship to do it in, in, in the new one, uh, in, in Return of the Jedi. Not Return of the Jedi, not The Last Jedi. Um, are there problems with the movie? Sure, there are problems with the movie. But I think that one of the problems that can probably be put to rest is that 
like everything that Ray is able to do is established in the movie, you know, and it's like, oh, well, I can do it, like, here is how she's able to do it, and it, it to, to sit here and be like, well, no, that's not the case, it's just willful, like, I don't want to hear the answer. If you're still one of those people who's reading this and being like, oh, well, I, um, what's it called, I, I still need to, you know, I still need more proof, there's still something else I need to, uh, to, to establish that Ray is able to do this, like, well, fuck, we're not gonna sit here and show you the entire movie for, you know, an entire backstory movie just to settle how Ray's able to do everything, because people didn't bump into that with Poe. Like, Poe has one line of dialogue, the best pilot in the Resistance, that exposes, I think that's even in the opening crawl. And that's it to establish who he is and what he does and why he's the one sent down on the mission. And no one questioned that. So we'll wrap up there for today. Um, we'll be back with the Moon Knight finale tomorrow. We'll be back with... Um, what else have we got? The Girl from Plainview finale... Uh, Plainville finale. And I feel like there's one other thing I'm forgetting. Um, under the banner of Heaven episode 3. Oh, and Multiverse of Madness this week as well. So until then... Have a great rest of your week. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.